Hello, and welcome to the Friendship News Hour. Today is June the 6th, 2023. My name is Alex. Uh, my fellow co-host Frank is currently traveling across the country, moving across the country. So I have the pleasure of being joined today by the wonderful, the beautiful Mr. Rager. How are you, sir? Good, good, man. Yeah, I believe he's in uh, or on his way to Colorado. Yeah, I think so, dude. I, yeah, it looked like they were hitting, what was it first? Zion? Where is that Zion. at? Is that Utah? Uh, Utah. Utah. Okay, yeah. So they were hitting Utah and Colorado and Kansas. They're going to come see me. I get to see Frank for a little bit. That's exciting. That is pretty exciting. In my domain. Show him a little bit of the city. Go to a White Sox game because tickets are $7. Is <laughs> there awful? Yeah. With fees, I think it's like 12 bucks to go. It's nuts. Jesus. The Padres ain't doing so hot and their tickets are still expensive. But. Dude, I was going to ask you, what is going on? It's like looking at that roster, I would think they would be very hard to beat and they're garbage. Yeah, it's frustrating. Like we're below 500. Um, people are saying like once the All-Star break, you know, we'll get some rhythm going again. But uh, mm. last year we were a total different team and we have more players this year. Yeah, I was gonna. Yeah, it seems like the team's better this year on paper. Yeah, it's is it just no, no, like camaraderie. No, Al, it's because God hates San Diego sports. <laughs> the only thing I Legitimately, the only thing I can think of. Oh, that's terrible, dude. That's so bad. Well, they could. There's still time to turn around, but this is like kind of getting into the uh, the serious golf hours. I would think right now, like, or yeah. not golf, but the serious baseball hours. Is now that we're past Memorial Day, and did you see about the Live uh, PGA? Dude, huge news. Is it a partnership or did huge they like, get bought out or something? It's a merger. So whatever that means, but it doesn't sound like the PJ bought LIV. It sounds like they're doing business with them now, which is what they've been yeah. shitting on all these golfers for doing and going and, and you know, m- partnering with a Saudi-backed group and all this blood money and all the shit that they've been saying for a year and a half, two years, and they go and do it themselves. <laughs> it's, it's, it's strange, man. Yeah, I'm curious if it's going to be like a ALNL where they like adopt certain rules if they play in like oh, the course, be. they get to wear shorts and stuff like that. But yeah, it could. It, what they said is the PGA put out a notice today. Most of the players in the PGA, which is supposed to be like a player-run organization, but that's obviously bullshit. Most of them apparently found out on Twitter, like all of all of us did. But it sounds like they're going to try to incorporate some of that team aspect of that. Uh, so yeah, maybe they will do like an NLAL kind of idea with both the leagues. But it's a huge win for for Saudi Arabia, man, because they've been trying to over like the past five, ten years, like crack more and more into sports teams, and you see them buying like English Premier League teams and all, all kinds of other things they're getting into nascar i think they bought like uh the ufc i think they like own the ufc and the wwe or f or whatever that is now yeah i think they they bought the wwe i did i remember that there's like a process but man talk about fu money dude dude it's stupid it's nuts it's nuts and now not only do they own teams they own organizations like like you know ufc and whatnot and then now they own a sport they own golf now, yeah. <laughs> like, or they're part of the ownership of golf. So whatever that's worth, it's, I don't know. I just, I, it sucks, dude. It sucks for the dudes that stayed in the PGA and we're talking all this high and mighty bullshit and just passed up on huge checks. Because now all those people are laughing home to the bank. Yeah, Phil Mickelson made like $600 million for basically a two-year commitment to them. Pissed off a bunch of people, but. It's insane how, how like when people talk about the richest people in the world and obviously think of like Elon Musk and Bill Gates, but there's mm-hmm. those princes in Saudi Arabia, dude, or in the Middle East, those princes, they got 
probably trillions in cash. Like, yeah, well, yeah, bro. Money. Apparently, all the money comes from it's a Saudi Arabia public investment fund, and like the crown prince himself controls that, and he can just. It's just, yeah, it's fuck you money. I'm going to, I want, I want to buy golf today. And he did it. Like it took a little while, but he did it. Like this is how much money. Have you heard about the, um, the wall they want to build? It's like a crazy. In Mexico, I have. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Is this the city? Yeah. Or something Dude. like that. But they were, they're going to build like a whole wall that's like uh, miles and miles long. It's going to be like apartments, restaurants, mm-hmm. malls. Crazy. It looks awesome. It looks awesome. Yeah. Yeah. They're, I mean, dude, that is a little refreshing to see like, I mean, with the stupid money they've made, like that they're trying to invest into pushing, like in that regards, they're going to push like a, what a, the idea of a city is forward. And like that is like creative and intuitive or in, I don't even know the word, but it's like advancing architecture in general, but like the way cities are planned, like that's cool. Honestly, I think it was for the good of the sport of golf to do this because now these guys are going to make more money. You make the tournaments more exciting. You add, you, they're, they're adding a lot of things to where the PGA was like, like stuck in his ways, similar to like, the NCAA when they weren't going to pay students. It's, you know, it's the way it's always been. It's the prestige of the, it's like, no, that's all bullshit. Like you guys are making all the money and the PGA is a nonprofit. They were a nonprofit before this. So they're making all this money and they're finding these like little loopholes because they're a 501c6 organization, whatever tax thing that is. And, and they just, you know, bank millions, the same kind of shit that they always, you know, basically a loophole, you know, but this, yeah. if they're going to come at Trump for shit like this, we got to go after these big organizations as well. Um, but yeah, so now it's a, it, it will be a for-profit organization. So that, that is a key change here that, that makes it a little bit better in that, in that vein. But yeah, I just hope we get more like uh waste management type of uh, golf, you know? Yeah, dude. It's the best, dude. It's the fucking best. Yes, it, you get shit faced, huge stands of people. That's yeah, what you that's want. Exciting. Yeah. So hopefully, hopefully they bring more of that. I want to see some more legs, man. Bring the shorts out. Why are these yeah. guys wearing pants? Hey, bring some, <laughs> bring some uh, golf carts too. God forbid. Let's get this game going. You know what I'm saying? Right. That'd be nice, dude. Uh, Tiger Woods would start doing way better. Yeah, that's true. That's for sure. Uh, but I'm interested to see like the relationships between guys like Rory McIlroy, Phil Mickelson, like two figureheads that were both, you know, Rory on PGA and Phil on on LIV, and they hate each other. And there's that grow. There's then this growing like fuck you between both sides. And like now, I saw a video of Rory today. He he found out on Twitter too. Apparently, it's going to be part of that new golf show that they're doing, Full Swing. It'll be part of season two. But like, if a guy like him is finding out on Twitter, who's like the head of all this shit you know like what does that tell you about your organization and what it's actually doing for the for the players that it's supposed to be like providing for and supporting it's it was just a money grab here or a power grab i guess like the pga must have just been reeling trying to keep something but i don't know we'll see but i'm excited to see those guys go against each other again like more often because i think you're going to see more of that that fuck you spirit that is good for golf i think yeah yeah it only benefits i don't think this hurts anything i think it benefits both it's yeah. just the PJ looks a little sloppy in how they handled everything. Yeah. They look dumb. They look weak, man. They're, they're going to try yeah. to pass it off as not that, but they do. But um, let's talk about a man's sport. Um, have you been watching the finals, <laughs> NBA? Dude, I have been, man. It's been tough. It's been tough because I really wanted the Lakers to do well, but the Nuggets were absolutely the better team in that yeah. series. And it's it, to me, now that now that we're in the finals, when LeBron James isn't there, it's kind of fun for me to, as, as a fan because like, I don't really care either way, and I I love Jokic. I love Jamal Murray, but I also love Jimmy Butler, bro. So it's like, yeah, I'm, love, I'm really happy either way. It was kind of annoying when, um, 
when the Lakers did lose and then everybody was like, oh, this is going to be a boring series if it's the Heat versus um, mm-hmm. uh, the Nuggets because everybody won a Lakers Celtics, which I get. But um, I, I don't know. Like, I mean, game two was just crazy exciting. It, it's oh a nail biter. And I think I think if the Heat are going to win uh, any more games, that's it's going to happen because I don't even see how they won that game. Like how, how Jokic, like down in the paint, like how do you guard that? You have no big bodies really. And it's... Well, they're lucky I, they have Bam. Bam. Bam is a dynamic player. And he he's similar to like Anthony Davis in that he's big and with speed, but he yeah he's not he's not Jokic. He can um, guard like one through five. I will say that. Yeah, he, he can. But Jokic is a whole different beast because that motherfucker. He's big, he's bulky, and makes it look so awkward. And then he just like falls back with like the perfect touch and just cash. And it's like, how do you do that so consistently? And and his passing is great too. He's a good like yeah. facilitator. Yeah, Jamal Murray's nice. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't see how the Heat win the series, but I could see yeah, it going like six games just because of Jimmy Buckets and if Kyle Lowry shows up, Duncan Robinson hits some shots. Like they can they can stay in games and steal them like they just did. Yeah, I think that's the only way they truly win, right? Is just keep that perimeter shooting going. Have to because it wasn't their game yeah. one and they got torched. No. They what was it? It was uh, 104-93. Yeah, man. I mean that's not torched, yeah. I guess, but that no, lead but was I bigger. think they were up by like twenty and then you know fourth quarter points. Yeah. But yeah, I, I think that's exciting. Um, I was a little scared. I thought it might have been like a Nuggets sweep or who knows, it might only go five games with the Nuggets. But um, yeah. I, I'm hopeful. Like that game too was nice. I was like, fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, yeah. it's exciting. Game three tomorrow. So we'll see how that goes back in Miami. So Tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow nice. at 7.30, I think, my time. Somewhere like that. What's it like for you out West? Like you get off work sometimes and games are already happening. Like does that suck? When it's like an East Coast thing. I feel sorry for you guys because like Monday Night Football starts at like what, like 8.30, For For Chicago, yeah. And when you're in, yeah, when you're in Eastern time zone. And it goes until like 10.30. It's like 11.30. Yeah, that sucks. I was having this conversation with somebody, especially about football, like morning games uh, Mm -hmm. because no matter what, they start at 10 a.m. here, which, I mean, it does kind of suck sometimes if you wake up a little hungover. Yeah. it, d- it never starts earlier, and I do like that transition of Sunday night. But basketball games, it's always like six, uh, six thirty or seven thirty. That's not bad. You got to be on your toes for them international games though in London. That's probably like three or four a.m. your time. Dude, not only that, but like trying <laughs> to watch Formula, trying to watch Formula One is damn near impossible, dude. It's like six uh, o'clock. Are you into that? Yeah, I got into it. Like uh, I've always known it existed, but I always thought it was like you know a rich man sport to watch. Mm-hmm. But ever since I watched that Drive to Survive on Netflix, dude, it's so it's such a good show. Gets you right in there. Is it? I've never, never really watched it. I don't. I think there's an event coming to Vegas, right? Yeah, it's, uh, they made a new um, event in Vegas. They already came to Miami, and actually, um, I'm going to the one in uh, Austin, Texas, in October. Ooh, so it's gonna be my first time seeing. Nice. That's so exciting. Give my give a nipples hard from all vibrations. <laughs> Something that's coming to Chicago too. Maybe NASCAR or is it F1? I don't know. So I saw that they're like doing all kinds of shit, but I'm like, how do you do NASCAR in Chicago? I think that's what it is though. Yeah, NASCAR, they're skeptical about it. It's going to be like a street race through Chicago. I wonder how that goes. I don't know, man. The streets here aren't great. We got a lot of cold weather, a lot of potholes. Yeah. I wonder how that would be. I don't know. It's going through Grant Park, it sounds like, like where they do Lala, like kind of around that area. Ugh. July 23, we'll see. That's something that never has got me. NASCAR is not for me. Yeah, I would like to go. I hear it's kind of fun. I mean, especially like the Indy 500 race. Or that's crazy. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Formula One just, it's just cool. Especially like Monaco, like that race, just going through the towns or the city. 
on the streets. So cool. I yeah, I get I get the lure of F one. I think there's way more skill in F one with what how they're what they got to do to really handle those cars and maneuver the courses. Yeah. But with NASCAR, bro, I get that they're going very fast, and you know that can be hard to turn left in those scenarios. But like as a fan, I'm gonna sit at the Indy 500 and just watch that 500 times and like still be it's, as amped about it on the 330th lap. Like no, bro, that's that's your ancestors. Dude. What are you talking about? You you were meant to do that, dude. Oh, not to have a Coors Light. <laughs> not my ancestors. My ancestors are fucked up. But not that fucked up. <laughs> Dude, that's hilarious. Um, but um, have you uh, have you been back to the movies, dude? A lot of good movies. Dude, I ever went. Since, ever since Tom Cruise brought cinema back, you know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> been a, a lot of good movies. Still need to see that cinema-saving film of, called Top Gun hey, Maverick. Still need to see it. Single-handedly. It. Uh, I went and saw Guardians not too long ago, and I was pleasantly pleased as Marvel, was, I feel like, nice. has kind of been... Marvel's kind of been jerking me off for a little while with the same the same story, same formula, yeah. and and it was nice to see uh, a, a good. I thought what I thought was like a pretty good movie in Guardians Three. Um, it just sucks for Marvel that they kind of blew their best director and like visionary at the company. Did you hear about the um, conspiracy or like the theory behind like the meaning of the story in Guardians? Where Rocket is James Gunn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty I, awesome. Go explain kinda, it for the listeners. I thought it was pretty sweet. I kind of do like it. So pretty much, uh, the it's. I don't want to ruin the story of Guardians because it's kind of like the whole point of the movie. But fuck that. It's been out for over a month. If you haven't seen it, skip ahead a couple minutes in the episode. Go ahead and ruin whatever you need to. Um. So pretty much, this movie is based on Rocket, um, the high evolutionary. He's a bad, big bad guy in the villain, but they kind of uh, he created this own story. Um, so related to Rocket, but essentially High Evolutionary made Rocket, made a bunch of like um, animals kind of, you know, evolve faster, I guess. But I guess High Evolutionary's whole point was to make the perfect species and Rocket was like, you know, a level two getting there. But anyways, Rocket pretty much gets, uh, uh, he almost dies. They got to find this guy because they know he is the only way to fix him. And, you know, through there, it's it's a lot of comedy. But um, at the end, they kind of part ways. But Rocket finally becomes his own leader because he's not necessarily just a part of Guardians. Now he's like leading them. And yeah. they're saying that's interesting to James Gunn because um, he was just like a, a, a low key director or a writer. And um, Rocket was this uh, level to high evolutionary. High evolutionary didn't need him. Now that James Gunn, this big time director, and he makes some of the best, you know, content. Now it's like Marvel's high evolutionary. Like we need Rocket back. I need to figure this out. We need him back, like in order mm. to succeed. And then yeah, James Gunn becomes the becomes the Kevin Feige of DC essentially. Mm. So that's like Rocket having his own thing. I thought it was interesting. I mean, it's probably somewhat true. Yeah, I, I honestly could see it for sure. I mean, it, it's. It is that as you describe it, that is like what happens in the movie, and he he is so good at telling stories, and then also putting them with such good music that kind of like conveys and like sticks with that. That I could see it being him. Like it seems original. The shit he does seems original to me. To where I, I could see a lot of his stories like kind of crossing over into his real life in some format, and I, that's probably how some of the best stories are told. Honestly, you know. Yeah. But I am very excited to see what he does at DC. Yeah, I mean, Guardians was a good movie. I mean. You could tell he had like five cuss words he could use, and I thought he used them at the, like the perfect times. 
So it was, it was, it was yeah, good, right. good writing. I thought the end scene when um, they're fighting all together, like all the, the species or whatever, I thought that was badass to no sleep till Brooklyn. Oh, yeah. It'll be interesting to see how Marvel kind of, if they try to steal any of that formula without him, you know, like kind of how his movies were, they're pretty unique within, in their catalog, I would say, with how, how it's done. I'm wondering if they yeah. try to, you know, keep that going or, or just kind of go back to what they're doing or, you know, pivot to the next person. And, and that changes. Cause once, once they get to, I mean, they could have so many more stories to tell now that they're going to get into X-Men like they, and fantastic yeah. four, like they, they kind of drove Avengers into the ground so far, at least like with what they did. And that's why they pivoted away from a lot of those actors and are trying to tell new stories and stuff. But I mean, dude, X-Men is like a staple of my childhood. I'm sure yours too. It's, it's, and it's like, they get to just like, fully redo that universe or like re-explore what that is with today's technology it could be awesome no yeah i mean yeah i i don't know where they go from here directors and writers standpoints i just feel like they should give people chances um do something new just mm -hmm. like you know spider-man did with uh spider-verse um like sony yeah. did right there um but yeah i mean i'm i'm a big james gunn fan i mean what he did with peacemaker like no, so I had like no expectations, and that that show blew me out of the water. Such a good show. Oh, yeah, for real, man. It's it. up like, there. That that and the boys are probably like my two yeah. favorites superhero. Invincible's content. up there for me too, man. Invincible is a great. Watched that. You haven't watched? I watched? Oh, you have to. I watched tonight. that one scene where he like destroys everybody. I'm like, oh my god, yes. this is scary. Dude, yes. dude, it is so good. It, it like for it being animated too, they could do so much crazy shit where like you can't yeah. do that in not a cheesy way in live action. But I'm trying to think of the the main dude who's uh, invincible, uh, or not invincible, but his dad. Isn't it? Isn't it John Hamm who voices him, or it's not John? No, it's that old white dude. He got uh, ripped. I want to say J. Jay Simmons? something. J.K. Simmons. Yeah, yeah, yeah dude. Yeah. And like in real life, he got ripped to like take on his persona to do this character, oh, which really? I think is really interesting. Dude, but yeah, JK but Sims like, is the man. dude, he is, he is. And there, and there's a lot of people in the show. Like Steven Yun is, is his, his son in the show. He's invincible. Yeah, I'm looking at the cast right now, dude, everybody's in this freaking It's stuff. huge. Rogan, Mark Hamill, Mark Rogan. Hamill. Yeah. The greatest. And Rogan's going to be a bigger character in the second season, which is soon to come, I think. So hot nice. dude, definitely watch that. If you're a fan of the boys, it's basically an animated boys. Yeah, if that I'll, makes sense. I'll watch it. I honestly, dude, I love Amazon, but their their Prime Video, the way they do it, it's just Ugh. so lame. They need, they need, yeah, right. They need to fix Ugh. it. It's hard to navigate, um, man. I don't understand. But but speaking of anim animation, um, Spider Verse, Cross Spider Verse, great yes. movie. Was it um, good? The f dude, so good. The first one's still my favorite because I went in there only based on good reviews. I was like, oh, you know, let's see what this is about. And just the way they animated the first the first movie, it's like comic book animation. They said it took like a week for one second of every frame or something they make. Oh my Love god! Yeah, so crazy animation. And then this one's just like like times ten. It was to the point where you're so immersed, you like are forgetting what they're saying or what the plot is at one point because you're just looking at all the colors and like the animation you're like holy shit like this is insane so yeah not to shit on it i've, I've never seen the first one and i still haven't seen this one yet either but i plan to do that soon but first one's still my favorite one thing i heard is that the plot was a little lacking but like what you just described in the animation and, and the shit they did there was it more than made up for it yeah it was a, like the yeah the plot was a little bit of a stretch i mean the bad guy in this is like okay i i, I get it i understand but um, mm -hmm. yeah, it was like mostly when they go into the Spider-Verse and you see all these Spider-Men, 
it's like they had so many Easter eggs. Metro Boom Boomin had a Spider Man. He has a little um, really. He, he, he did the soundtrack, yeah, right? He did the soundtrack. Soundtrack's pretty good. Okay. Um, and then my favorite was uh, they fucking dude. They knocked on the door of our childhood. They had the um, Spider Man um, popsicle. You know the popsicle year from my oh from yeah. The they had him like webbing around. I was like, dude, that's that's a sick reference. That's hilarious. Wow, yeah, that's a great idea. Dude. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Yeah. I, I I have to see it, man. It just it, for some reason that movie's not available to stream anywhere unless you buy it, which has always been like, what the hell, Sony? But yeah. well, I know I, mean, I thought it was a part of the Disney because I know Disney had Spider Man on there, or it's, they might still have it. They do. Yeah, they have all the other ones. It's just not yeah. this one. I don't know it's, what's different about this one. It's owned by Sony. I don't get it either. But um, yeah, yeah, great movie. Uh, I would definitely recommend that. Well, you you have to watch the first one though. It's like a must. Yeah. I, yeah. You, it's going to happen it. soon because I'd like to see this movie in theaters. That seems like a good one to see. Yeah, I not at home, I guess. Yeah, you seen any other good movies lately? Um, nothing. But like I said, Tom Cruise brought cinema back, and I'm excited for uh, Oppenheimer. Um, yes, dude. A couple more weeks. That looks insane. Did he really like blow um, like a bomb for that yeah. movie? Yeah, every I think at least almost all, but like the main explosion in the movie was actually done on set with real explosives. It was like the first time ever done to that degree. That is he's, he's a, a gangster, bro. Christopher Nolan is the best director of man. our lifetime. And I will argue that with anybody. Like I, I don't, you can talk about Scorsese. You could talk about James Gunn, like whoever the fuck you want to talk about, but he Which is the Christopher Nolan is the best. And the scores to his movie went cause he partners with Hans Zimmer. Most of the time it's, it's an unbeatable combo. It's, it's a cheat code. I was going to say that. Do you think Hans Zimmer carries him a little bit, though? Uh, I think he knows that Hans Zimmer adds an element to his movies that is irreplaceable by any other, you know, composer. Like the soundtrack to Interstellar is fucking... Like, and it's, it's a simple, nuts. like, piano tones. It's so yeah. Or, or obviously Inception. It's great. Inception? Dude, most of Inception is just, like, creeping, like... Batman. Mm, yeah. Mm, like, just, like, swells of shit you do that, you with, do like, that keyboard good. and guitar. And it's great. <laughs> it's it's amazing. I, he's a genius of our time. You, I, I'm actually curious. I want to do it. But you said you listened to Hans Zimmer when you were running last week. You told me that. Yeah, and I was uh, especially when I stopped with that runner's high. I felt like I was like tripping almost. Really? It's, just, it's yeah. It's just it's so calming, especially like listening to time. Um, yeah, dude. It's, 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 I always listen to him to kind of when I. When I'd be like studying or something like that, just to calm yeah. down or listen to some kind of lo-fi. But yeah, he's Hans Zimmer's a man. I would love to see him at concert. Love to see him. At Dude, concert. we should do that. Don't go without me. I'll, I'll come to you. <laughs> I would love yeah, I to go see Hans Zimmer, bro. He's got like a thirty-piece orchestra with him when he does it. We got to get so high. <laughs> that guy's crazy on like the piano and the guitar and shit too. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Uh, one of his underrated scores that I've always loved is Gladiator. Man, I love that I'm score. It's so emotional. Yeah, yeah, it is. That new one, I'm excited for the new Gladiator that they're going to start making here soon. It's especially he does the that song at the end where she goes, go to them. And he's like, yeah, in the field. Dude, and then with the long grass. Such, yeah, it's, uh, it's such a good movie. I think about that. I have a couple neighbors in our neighborhood that never cut their grass. And I pass through yards and I'm just like, there's the Gladiator grass. I don't know why. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. Dude, just, I want to just walk by me. and like run my fingers through. Yeah. You're like, uh, uh, I'm trying to see who's in Gladiator 2. I want to, because the, the cast looks, I, I know Russell Crowe's not Russell returning. Russell Crowe's back. Oh, he's not? Is he? I, I heard he's not, man. But Paul Mescal is going to be. And they're talking to, I think it was 
Uh, Pedro Pascal is going to be in it. Denzel Washington's I mean, in it. Pedro Pascal's daddy, so it makes sense. He's daddy. He is daddy, bro. That is, uh, that's for damn sure. That man doesn't miss. I don't, I don't know if he just has a really good agent or if he just makes really good calls himself for what roles he takes, but he doesn't have a bad role. I can't, I don't have anything bad to say about him. I hope like there's no scandal that comes out about him. That'll break my heart. He's got to be fucking, you know, you know, he's fucking. So something's going to come out in a few years. Like he did something, something naughty. <laughs> oh, everything. I, I, I did watch a John Wick four. Um, oh. obviously Solid movie. It's the same thing, same concept, but it, you know, never fails. Nice action movie. And then okay. I also, uh, I also watched Fast uh, Ten. That was oh uh, Jesus. Fuck man, I don't know why I do it. Probably the most realistic movie you've ever seen. I would think. Oh, of course, dude. <laughs> it's it's like there's just so much going on. And then I guess now it's a three part series. So that it's like the last film, but it's a three part series. Of course, yeah, of course. It's just all over the place. I mean, there's some like cool, and they kind of. They're so corny, they make fun of themselves in the movie, but like, yeah. Oh, really? I do not want to watch another one in the theater. I'll watch it when it streams or something like that. I can't do it to myself anymore. Yeah. I love the thread that was online. Like, when did the Fast and Furious lose touch with reality? And then you just see, like, I've seen, it's not like one distinct point. It's like 500 different scenes from the movie yeah. that are just ridiculous. And it's like, how? Oh. Yeah. But I, I mean, dude, the first thread. couple movies were so good. Like, I, I can see how they built such a strong fan base. But after I think it was me like after the, like Tokyo Drift, I feel like. Yeah, I was going to say the first three were probably like the actual car enthusiasts or, or somewhat car enthusiast movies. And then after that, I was kind of like, let's do action, which I yeah. didn't get. You know, it's a franchise. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, The Rock's supposed to come back in it. Yeah, so exciting. Yeah. I guess, well, I'm excited definitely for Oppenheimer. That comes out in a few weeks. I'm very excited. I think it's this weekend for The Flash. I'm pretty sure that's this weekend. Right? Yeah, I'm, I'm starting to see why they didn't uh, get rid of Ezra Miller because it seems like this movie is like really important to the DC yeah. franchise. But uh -huh. I don't think he's gonna. I don't think that douchebag's gonna be Flash ever again. Seems like they said that if the Flash is in the sequels, it will be played by Ezra Miller. So I guess we'll have to see what happens here. But they already said that's how good he must be doing. It comes out uh, June 16th, by the way, so two weeks. Um, but I, and apparently. There's a very surprise ending, which I think I know what it is. I'm like super praying that I know what it is. Um, oh but apparently they're only doing one screening of the film before the release date, like one premiere. And it's it's like, I think they have to even sign like NDAs when they go into the premiere. But apparently there's like a very surprise ending. And I've got my fingers crossed that Christian Bale is coming back as Batman because apparently the Batman movie that they want to tell is going to be is going to be based on like uh, Batman as an older man training his son or whoever would be the next Batman to, to fill that role. And the idea would be the only way that Christian Bale said he'd come back is if Nolan comes back. So the idea is that that would be a Nolan led film, which would just be beautiful. <laughs> so I'm praying. I don't know if that's real at all, but I'm really hoping. I feel like that. I feel like that's uh that's, that would be such a Marvel move. And that's the only reason why I don't think it's going to happen. But to me, it just makes sense. Like someone that they can't keep having new Batman. There's too fucking many. I love Batman. He's my favorite. I really like what Robert Pattinson did with the role, but like, there's just, it's, it's too many yeah. that have come and gone. And it's like, you, they have to pick someone that has been Batman. So to me, it's like Pattinson doesn't make sense. He's too young. They still have a lot to tell in that story that, that Matt Reeves is doing, which is excellent. Um, I don't think, I mean, Michael Keaton, cool it's cool to see him i think he's kind of a campy batman i don't think he's that great what? he's getting his Michael shine Keith's he's getting his shit, shine in this bro. movie bro he's he's birdman bro he ain't batman 
he's cool. He's cool. He's cool, but he's not. I I don't want to see that move forward with him as Batman. Like he's getting his shine in this movie, and I'm sure he's gonna be great. Uh, Val Kimmer, Ben Affleck. I actually oh, like dude. Ben Affleck as George a Batman, Clooney? but nah, George Clooney too, bro. George, George Clooney hated Clooney? that role. Though. I don't think he would take that it, role back. Isn't he that Tim Burton who did those movies? Yeah. And George Clooney like so talks bad. badly about it all the time, like how he shouldn't have taken that role and blah 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 paycheck. So I, w- I, I will say it would be nice to see um, an animated like a rated R Batman. That'd be sick. Mm. And then you could bring back um, Mark Hamill's the Joker. It'd be dope. Yeah. Or he said um, he's done too though. Now that Kevin Conroy's dead, yeah. which sucks because Mark Hamill is the Joker. I mean, like Keith Ledger, obviously fantastic, but like Mark Hamill is the Joker. From He's the a, longest reigning Joker for sure. Exactly, and, and man, I, it's hard to say who did it better between like a live action and an animated thing. They're kind of different realms, but maybe there'll be like a Batman uh, universe or something like that. Could be. Like I mean, this is gonna this whole Spider-Man, the new Flash movies. Everybody back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, the new Flash movie just destroys, kind of like rewrites the history or like resets. But like, obviously, you're seeing multiple Flashes and Supergirls in this movie. Like, so yeah, maybe they'll they'll find a way to. Batman universe. I'm cool with that. I don't know. Before we put off movies, I got one one more. Did you see everything that went on with the Daily Wire this week? Oh, yeah. They're, they're streaming um, What is a Woman on uh, on Twitter, right? Yeah. It, it yeah, well, like they, they originally... I still haven't seen it. You have, well, it was free this weekend. I don't know if it still is, but like they, they reached an agreement, supposedly, in theory, last week. I think it was Thursday or Friday, that they were going to stream that movie for 24 hours for free because it's the Daily Wire is a pay-to-subscribe website. Um, yeah. This movie's been out for like a year. I saw it last year. It's I think it's a great movie documentary. Um, but they made they reached an agreement with Twitter they, in theory or whatever to stream it for 24 hours. Twitter then backed out at like the 11th hour saying that there was like two parts in the movie where there was hate speech. They weren't going to do it. Daily Wire replied like full force, similar to a way that I would expect from like Barstool where like the CEO and, and all these people, Matt Walsh, the guy who Just, made it, like they're all calling yeah, out Twitter, shit. hella tweets, oh, wow. calling out Elon. And the first response you see is from Elon and it says like uh, every parent should watch this movie. And then they, it got announced that they, they, uh, we're going to have Let the movie play. streaming all last weekend for free instead of just 24 hours. So it, it is now, that. in the month of Pride, it is the number one movie on Rotten Tomatoes right now over Spider-Man and uh, the new movie Reality on HBO and Wick and uh, Mario Brothers, all these other movies are out. Movie from last year is now the number one movie. So they're kind of trolling. The last two Pride months, it's been the number one movie both month. So I, I got to think that's somewhat deliberate. But yeah, it, it is a movie... Sense. I, th- I think it's a movie that most people should see, not that you have to agree with it or you know disagree with it or whatever, but like they are really just asking that question to as many people high up in that in the community of like transgender people that they could find, and nobody can answer it, bro. And he's asking real people. It's not just bullshit people have a have a slant or like some crazy liberals just to make them look dumb. He's going to colleges. He's going going all over the place and. People can't a- answer the simple question, what is a woman? And I, I think that's it's an important thing. I, I, th- I think it's it's a, an argument today that it's really tough and you get to hurting people's feelings, I guess, when you, when you talk about some stuff like this. It's a sensitive yeah. issue. But I think like if we can't agree on basic facts as that, I think we could be in some trouble. And I, you know, I don't want to get you in trouble. You don't got to give me no opinion or anything like that. But um I, I would highly recommend just just watching the movie, taking the content, and see if if it is still free. I, hopefully, they it, are doing it a little longer than they said. 
Yeah, I definitely want to watch it. I haven't seen it just because it's, yeah, subscription-based. So I was like, oh, I'll wait till like, it leaks or something like that. But I did watch, like, a lot of the trailers for it. And, yeah, it's just, it's a lot of people that know the answer, but they don't want to say it because they don't want to get in trouble. Right. Like, you went to the Women's March, and she was like, mm. yeah. it's like, yeah. And it's just the direction we're heading because, A, it's like, sure, you could say it's, you know, a lot of people are being close-minded, therefore they don't understand like the, the whole generality of what is a woman. Mm -hmm. um, but I think it's mostly because we grew up in a, a, a different time where it was like simplified because a woman had, you know, a reproductive system of a female and that was a woman. And now things are getting a little bit um, more complicated, obviously. So I, like you said, I think it's an important film to make, you know, because a lot of people have these questions. Yeah. And to me, man, it's just like, it's, it's an argument based on feelings rather than fact when you, when you get down to like the core of what it is. And, and it's like, I, if that's what, if that's the territory we're going to go into, then people could come out tomorrow and say, I'm a cat. I'm a dog. I'm a black man yeah. as a German, yeah. Polish, white, Italian dude. I'm a black man. And it, it's, it's, I feel this way based on, and it's like, no, like it starts to cross over into gray territory and it's controversial to say, but like into mental health and, 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 and wellness when you, when you, you're thinking you're something you're not. And it's not to say that yeah. you can't do literally everything else you want as a biological male. And you can, you can be gay. You can, you can cross dress, you can do all these things, but like at the, you're not a woman. Like it's, it's, it's like, and it, it makes you feel like bigoted to like say it when at like that root of a thing. Cause like you're denying someone their, their feelings, I guess. But like, yeah, it, it's, it's, I think it's an important argument. I think it's an important film. Uh, Matt Walsh does a great job just kind of being neutral. He's kind of, he's like pokey and agitating in some parts, but he really gives all these people a fair shot to answer the question and not a single person can. So that's all I'll say about it. I highly recommend it. Uh, what yeah, were you going to say though? Moving I'm, on. I'm interested. Um, but you know, these days you don't <laughs> have to watch movies or shows oh? on a TV anymore. So oh. Apple just released, which has been rumored for a while, their own virtual reality headset. Mm -hmm. I will say the most exciting and impressive thing from Apple I have seen in like, like not shitting you, like 10 years, dude. It's pretty much the only product that they've released that's new in 10 years. Like, <laughs> True. But that's what I'm saying. Like, they always update things. They always put their little yeah. flair to it. That's always, like, exists. Like, this is essentially, like, their own. It's existed for a while. I mean, it almost destroyed freaking Facebook or Meta or whatever. Yeah. But um, um, I'm a big fan of Marquise Brownlee. He's a YouTuber. He's, like, one of the biggest YouTubers. He reviews a lot of tech, and that's where I get. I watch a bunch of them. But I mainly, mm. like, consider his opinion because I think he's, like, fair. And he reviewed these and I was just like, and I obviously saw like videos from the um, Silicon Valley event and I, it's fucking sick, dude. I mean, $3,500, $3,500 is a, lot. a bit crazy, dude. It's a lot. But um, I, t I texted uh, my brother-in-law and I was like, I can't wait for you to buy this so I can try it. <laughs> he's like huge in attack and he always has to have like the be big best things. It's like his steez. Yes. So I'm like, dude, buy it because I want to see this thing. Dude, it looks nuts. Uh, Tim Cook said it's the first Apple product you look through and not at, which is kind of a cool way to think about it. And it's it's a, it's a computer you wear. And I was thinking of like like football season, like red zone, like mm. in five years, you're going to have like five different games watching, get to change the channel with your hands. Freaking. And yeah, people dude. are like, somebody on Twitter, I think I DM dude, he's like, when you have like 17 tabs open on Pornhub. <laughs> <laughs>
Well, it yeah, looks like in, in one of the virtual environments I saw, you even have like your own desk where you can have three or four monitors where you're working on this, doing this. Like it's it's like a whole, it really is like a whole new world, but it's not as cartoony as Meta did it. It's it's more yeah, realistic like and the simple. A, the avatar was like crazy real. It's almost mm-hmm. like, like PS5 like graphics. It's, it's yeah. crazy, but it's it's exciting. I think, um, I think it's a little scary because somebody related it to like Ready Player One. They're like, there's yeah. a movie about how this is a bad idea because, you know, all the big companies are now going to take over the virtual space too, I guess. Yeah. Not only a movie, um, a fantastic movie. That movie surprised me. I, I loved it. Yeah. I yeah. mean, it's just, they had everybody or every like kind of movie in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's exciting. We're gonna it's get interesting, it. man. Uh, I don't know if I'll get it right away. I'd be a hard sell to the the old wife there. Um, <laughs> like, babe, it's but I would love to. Thirty-five hundred is nuts, dude. It's crazy. And what, what do you know? What's Oculus tax and everything is four grand, easy. Yeah, right. What, what's Oculus run? Do you know? Let me look it I up. I Think it's like eight hundred. You can get them used with guys probably like cum stains on them for three hundred right now. Because <laughs> that's what people are using these for. Let's be honest, everybody. Starts at three hundred bucks. Okay, not bad. I'm sure this will blow it out the water. But yeah, I would imagine there's a reason why. And and they, they sold me. I mean, they didn't sell a price on it, but they sold the product for sure to me at least. It's nuts, bro. The power in this thing. It's it's five. It's got five sensors, six microphones, twelve cameras, and the processing yeah, power has a, Apple's M2 chip and the brand new R1 chip. Yeah, so that, it's super high power. You can use it all day as long as you're plugged into an outlet. And uh, there is a secondary battery pack, but that only gives you a two hour charge. So that's a little. That sucks a little bit, but I don't know. I guess you don't need to be in public virtual reality. It's the first iteration. They'll, they'll obviously improve over the years and it'll get cheaper and cheaper. But yeah, I, I think it's cool. I mean, I'm never, like I said, I've never um, been a, in the virtual reality. That's more of a, I feel like that's more of a younger crowd. Um, but mm-hmm. as time goes on, I think this is just going to be an inevitable future of how we like uh, immerse ourselves in like content and yeah, it's yeah. talk about like trying to concentrate on things, dude. Like TikTok's oh, already God. made it bad enough. This is gonna yeah, be watching like two, three things at once. And apparently, uh, the Disney CEO Bob Iger was at the Iger. the launch, and uh, he said that they're going to be partnering very close with them on this, and they're going to be tying the Vision Pro to some of the company's most prized intellectual property, like Star Wars and Marvel, and it's going to be partnered exclusively with Disney Plus. It sounds like. Microsoft is also, they're also going to have Word, Excel, and Teams all compatible with the headset. So it looks like people might be jumping off that meta bandwagon and over to Apple, which yeah, I, I can't blame them. I, I definitely can't blame them. Yeah, the, the product, I mean, obviously no one uses it, but I guess they're going to release it a little later, I think in the next year, because they want a lot, okay. they want um, companies to start working on apps and stuff like that. That's because right now it's just uh, Apple apps that are compatible. So they want everybody gotcha. to, like you said, Disney, Marvel, Netflix, whatever, make apps for this. It is, man. It is it is very sick. It is crazy. I'm just seeing Apple's major product launches since the iPhone, and there are seven products since 2007 that are like flagship products for them. The iPhone in 07, the MacBook Air in January of 08, the iPad in January of 2010. Apple Watch came out four years later in September That's of right. 2014. AirPods released in 2016 in September. Then comes the M1 chip, which is like a revolutionary chip for computer processing yeah. that came out in November. And then the Vision Pro announced in June 2023, but it looks like early next year. Um, but I, yeah, I can't that, blame 
all these companies for wanting to partner with Apple because they are a company over the course of 30 some years that has like a demonstrated uh, history of like product knowledge and, and how to marketability and, and, and upkeep and a huge user base. Whereas you have Meta, which honestly, it was an interesting idea. They're kind of the first people to get their people, their feet wet in this, but like it, it's a app, it's a software company trying to make hardware, you know, and it's, it's kind of just been failed. The whole Meta thing has just kind of not worked out like they thought it would. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm I think excited with this metaverse. Um, in like five years and be playing like Call of Duty on that and you get like real PTSD. Yeah, dude. Yes. Yes. Dude. Speaking of COD, have you been playing? I haven't been, man. I, I've been slacking. I, I switched over to NBA 2K23 for some reason, pulling my Bro. fucking hair out every day because I suck. You're not athletic, um, dude. Give, give it up. <laughs> I'm athletic. I don't know what you're talking about. Not in video games. <laughs> fucking not in basketball video games. I'm good at Madden. I'm good at FIFA. Can't do Trying shit. Trying to fucking scholarship. That's right. I've been grinding though. I've been getting better, but I, uh, yeah, I've been playing way less COD. It just got, dude, the one game thing for me just got, yeah, I was just kind of starting to get frustrated with like the same shit over and over and over and over after like two some years. And I just, I needed something like fresh and the idea was to rotate them, but now I'm just kind of gravitated to yeah. 2K and play here and there for COD. I do want to play the ranked mode Warzone. It seems like just something like to grind, you know, it's just something to do, just something to shoot yeah. for. Um, but yeah, it's just been, it's been weird. I haven't played in like, I'm going to say like a week and a half or so. Um, mm. but yeah, it's mainly because like, there's a lot of like, there's a lot of dumb shit that's going on in like the streamers, uh, that, uh, kind of environment. So it's like real talk. What about, go on. So I've been watching that. Go nothing on. like, fa- like phase, nothing like really important. It's like uh, reality TV, you know, <laughs> no phase, I guess the OGs that created it, they, I guess they've been getting like kind of docked by phase organization who's run by forget like a you know big company uh-huh. um it's just they've been beefing like the ogs are like you know you're ruining our company when they kind of are they kind of points and like the ogs aren't getting paid shit like i guess nick Merckx is making a million a year dude from phase he's at youtube right uh, nick Merckx is on twitch he is on twitch still oh okay yeah tim tim this happens on youtube but gotcha and then thing was uh this was trending on twitter was I guess Twitch is not allowing people to um, advertise, which is kind of a big thing. I did see that, yeah. Yeah, so I guess um, it says Twitch has new branded content guidelines on stream logos are limited at 3% off-screen size. So obviously, like, if you're a big streamer, you get, like, you know, Taco Bell or Chipotle wants to advertise you, and you can put it on your screen and then blah, blah, blah. I guess now you can't do that, or it has to be 3% the size of the screen. So it's pretty much, like, non-existent wow, you can't do yeah. video ads display ads or audio ads so they're cracking down on i don't know i don't know why and then now everybody's jumping ship they want to go to kick or youtube so yeah some happy couldn't kai senna that that streamer he he was like their biggest guy for like a day and then they kicked him off the stream because of some kind of advertising or something he did with a shoe yeah he's He's, yeah, he's pretty funny to watch. Um, he is. He's funny. Yeah, so they gave him, Twitch gave him like a purple Twitch shoe, and it was just like a, it was an Air Force One, um, just like painted purple, and like his name is like a really shitty attempt of like a thank you to being like yeah. the biggest streamer of all time. And then Kick, who, uh, Trainwreck, he's a big streamer too. He owns that now, and uh, he gave him uh, a gift. I don't know if it was enticing or like trying to recruit him or whatnot, but I forget what shoes they were. They were like, you know, I think like five or ten thousand dollars shoes, like resale value, like wow. really rare shoes. And he's like, "Yeah, like getting all excited." And then 
the, somebody put like the frame by frame of him getting the Twitch ones. He's like, oh, like what the fuck is this? Like, what am I supposed yeah. to do? Yeah. Damn. But yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. I know you're hurting out there, Al. I know those subs. You know they're gonna be taking some of your money. <laughs> I'm at 69 subs. subs right now, baby. Giggity. I, I don't use it to try to get famous or anything. It's just a. Good, I think it's a good tool uh, for gamers, just like to see if your friends are on. Hey, is there a spot in the party? You can hop in. Hey, I'm. I'll be on at 15, and you can kind of get your little fill watching them play for whatever. Like I, I, I use Twitch that way. I, at first, I was like, hey, maybe I'll try to be a streamer, but I think it's. I think I missed the boat. I think a lot of you know, it was just a little too little, too late. And I'm not like a phenomenal gamer to the point where I would attract people. You know, you sh- you sh- gotta so. like. You gotta get like a like a theme going, like a doctor disrespect. Maybe wear like some nipple tassels, you know, and some sunglasses. I was gonna say I can't have my shirt off. They're gonna ban me if my shirt's off for for being too sexy. So I've got to work with what I got, man. I don't know if that's true. But back to Apple, really quick. Did you, did you anything that they announced about iOS seventeen start to turn the wheels in the head for you to maybe come back at all, or you still good? No, honestly, I didn't watch any of that. I only watched uh, okay. about the virtual reality headset. Um, I know that they're having like uh, FaceTime voicemails, which is going to be kind of cool. That's kind of cool. That's pretty and, cool. And mm-hmm. yeah. And then that was like the big thing. But other than that, I've really, there's a new thing. feature with check-in. Like when you get home, you can set like, if like for me, I drive home from Ohio and hey, text me when you get home. My mom or my dad say that always. And now there's like a feature where, as soon as you get home, it'll text them instantly and let them know. Or if it's good for like your kids, if your kids are out and about, you know, they got home. All right. Um, apparently there, there's a big upgrade to airdrop coming where you can like, con- you can airdrop contacts. You have like, now you have a personalized uh, contact card for like for yourself that like would show up on anyone's phone when you call them, if you choose to let it do so. And it's like fully customizable. It's not just like a cookie cutter thing. It's fully customizable. You can like share back and forth. Like if, hey, let me get your contact card. And it's just real quick airdrop right by each other. And you got their contact in your phone. It also integrates with the watch now. So like if if I save it to my watch from someone else's phone, that contact will now be in my phone when I get home or whatever. So that that I think that's kind of cool. Uh, it's called uh, Name Drop. Uh, there's Share Play where you can watch things and listen to things at the same time on two phones. Um, there's a new standby mode that looks really fucking dope. When you turn it, uh, on the side, it pulls up. It's basically like a big alarm clock. It looks like, like you can customize what you want it to look like, but you turn it to the side and it's like a big digital clock. So you could just kind of have it on your dresser at night, you know, and like how you used to have an alarm clock, which I feel like you never see anymore, obviously, but that's kind of cool. That's a cool feature. They're doing a bunch of stuff with Siri updating it. The, the the alarm for Apple, when that thing rings, I'm like, Everybody turns and just like, dude, shut that off or right now. It's just, yeah. Ugh. I said I'll it's, mind the music these days, man. Yeah, dude, that blood pressure. But you know what I'm talking about? Like, you, you'll be like somewhere and you'll hear that. You're like, no, stop. Oh, yeah, please. that. Or the the one alarm is like. I'm like, why would that be your alarm? Why would you do that? Dude, I am the most conscious person alive. My phone's always on vibrate. Always. I don't. I don't understand why your phone would ever be not on vibrate. Okay. Yeah, right. All right. One thing that's cool, guy. too. I, I feel you. Like I'm the same way. iOS 17 is going to go all the way back to the iPhone 10, which is surprising that it can go back that far. Um, I mean, that's so just... I, I'm just saying, come come back to us. iPhone 10 is pretty much the same as iPhone 15, right? It pretty much is. It is. Uh, come no, back I to mean, us, though, Michael. We miss you. Marquise Brownlee made a good point. He was like, um, Tim Cook, a.k.a. Tim Apple what i call him yeah 
Um, <laughs> you said that Tim Cook is more of like a business driven um, CEO. He like cares about, you know, the top end making making a profit that. And then Steve Jobs is more of a product driven guy, which does kind of make sense because yeah. uh, Steve Jobs didn't really like understand, you know, how it works or how to make it work. All he cared is that, you know, you're going to do what you're, what you're told because this is the way I want it. And mm-hmm. he was kind of right. I mean, the iPhone revolutionized revolutionize tech, not just the phone, but tech. So the world, man, honestly, the world, yeah. people weren't on their phones. Like they were after the fact that that thing came up. Did you ever see the, um, uh, Steve jobs movie with Michael Fassbender? Oh, so good, dude. So dude. good. It's all it is, is like three arguments, but it's like so good. It just gives you like mm-hmm. a little taste of how like cruel this dude was or how much of a dick he was. Yeah. Seth Rogen was, yeah, for too. sure. Yeah. But it just makes sense of how he was just freaking like this crazy madman and he just had these ideas in his head and just you know like when he said in the movie like why did the i think it was like the palm pilot or whatever with the stylus he's like why did i kill that off he's like yeah why did you he's like because you forgot the other four and he points his fingers like this i'm just like damn (laughs) you already knew man and this was before like the ipod like Mm -hmm. so when you think about let's say like our our millennia not millennia but the last hundred years our last century the most like top five influential people during that time span. I, to me, Steve Jobs comes to mind because of what he did with the, the iPhone, I think changed the entire world, not only technology, but like the world, the way we all interact. I don't want to, but I feel like Zuckerberg's got to be on there because he kind of like brought social media to be a thing. Yeah. I would say like, not necessarily like people, but like, like the head of, the the invention or whatever so like everybody around zuckerberg everybody around like yeah you know, steve jobs yeah. obviously apple then like everybody around elon you know with like mm-hmm. spacex and now he's doing Neuralink and all this stuff but i know yeah, our I mean, opinion's a little jaded but is kanye on that list top five most influential in a, in a century or is that i don't know if any musician is but if there was one it'd probably be him Drake's not influential. He just rides trends and makes very successful music. <laughs> and if people start know. painting their nails like him, you guys are fucking clowns. That looks ridiculous. Yeah, I'm 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 over the nail. The the, the nails paint has been a thing for now for for a while actually. And then now that he's doing it, I'm just like, I feel like it's been over, starting to be over. But yeah. anyways, um, I mean, yeah, you could do Beyonce. You could do uh, freaking Kanye. I'm trying to think of all of music too, dude. It's like to think of like back into the early 1900s and the 60s, 70s, like Beatles. Beatles got to be up there for music. They kind of changed a lot. Led Zeppelin, they stole a lot. Yeah, yeah, they did. It's it's weird. Yeah, I mean, when I when I think about like tech um, or like science, yeah, I mean those Elon, Elon, yeah, for sure. Steve Jobs, yeah. I mean, yeah, you could throw. It it's gives you a bad taste because it's not like a good thing, but yeah, like Zuckerberg, just so, mm-hmm. you know where social media has gone, and then Walt Disney's yeah. got to be on there too. Walt Disney has to for the empire he's created and the yeah. I guess the I mean, the lives he's touched much, for years. They pretty much own everything. Joe Rogan mm-hmm. he owns the Colorado River, so. <laughs> Oh, man. One more story I did see before we got out of here. I, I'm sure you probably saw it too, but did you hear about this kid, Cameron Robbins, 18-year-old, uh, 
that uh oh my god yeah on a dare jumped into shark infested waters on the bahamas a few days after graduating and it sounds like was attacked or dragged under by at by night, sharks dude mm-hmm. at night so dumb so dumb <sighs> that's on like a the, dare like yeah that's the most terrifying thing like i like this is like one of like my deepest fears is getting like eaten by an animal let alone a fucking shark yeah, bro. I don't trust the ocean, bro. I don't trust those bodies of waters, man. I'm a lake guy for sure. I'm a lake guy. I <laughs> fucking hate the ocean. <laughs> I am, bro. I don't. You don't know what. The, and then, yeah, and your fucking cruise ship. You're in their world, bro. They're you're you're, yeah. you're useless out there. I didn't. <sighs> um, yeah, I, t- I saw like a bunch of videos of like they're like, yeah, this is this is could have been the kid, and they threw like I think it was like chicken in these same waters, and like three sharks came up and just devoured it. Yeah, oh, my God, yeah you sent me that. I think, dude. This yeah, just destroy. And there's a video of when they think it was like when he actually got pulled under because apparently like he they they never found any body parts. Like no no nothing has really been recovered or anything. They searched for him for about three yeah. days. He gave up on the search. But so there's a video online on Twitter and there's also it's on TikTok too. It has like well over 10 million views now. But yeah, you see him swimming out there and then they had threw him a raft to try to get him up there. And all, he's swimming towards the raft. And then you see him divert course probably because he saw something coming at him. And then all of a sudden you just see him get dragged, drug under the water. And that's the last they've seen of him. But it's just fucking so dumb, bro. On a dare, maybe to like look cool for a girl, could try to get some pussy or something. And now this dude who just finished high school is dead and that's it's just tough bro that's so tough yeah it's um it's unfortunate um but in uh other news before we head out um i got something to show you dude oh oh is that a baby that's a baby what let's go fuck yeah I did this all by myself. I am pregnant. <laughs> I'll drink to that, man. Congratulations, dude. What's the due date? Cheers. Um, yeah, so we've known for... Actually, Pow graduated, and she took a test, and she was she found out that next day. It was in April. Oh, and, so like right um, when I had seen you then. Yeah, that's right, huh? Right when I was out there. Yeah, maybe, oh, you, maybe you conceived on that day. You're good. <laughs> But yeah, um, we're excited. We we know the the gender. It's it's gonna be a boy. Hey, the Lopez line continues. Let's go. Yes, yes. Yeah, be a little rager was, coming. <laughs> it was so funny when uh, we found out because I guess uh, Frank took a similar test to find out his uh, sex of the baby. Uh huh. And then um, he's like sent it over, so we got it like. I think a day later when she took the test and I was a little nervous. Pal was excited. And then when we found, when we saw the blue powder, it was just like, like it, I know it sounds bad, but it was just like a sense of relief. I know the like, feeling, my friend. I, I, you know, I, I was like, you. I hear like you. no hate towards, no, no hate towards girls. No. It's just my personal experience. Cause I never, I don't, I don't have a sister. I grew up with boys, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's the only thing I really know. And I feel like as the first kid, like getting to grow, just, it'd be a little bit more difficult challenge. Yeah, I feel. for sure. Which I mean, but, Hey, that can always help you grow. Like if you have a daughter, like that oh, can always yeah. help you grow and change. But like, totally feel you but like the sense of just relief and happiness i felt when it was similar i, I forget how they told me here but like it was like something like it was a confetti cannon or something that blew up in our bathroom or something and, and it was oh, just okay. like oh 
thank you. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like, just like, it's just like, oh. yeah. So we're excited. Dude, dude. that's um, so, so have you told everybody, it, like it, all the families know, obviously. So all of our friends and family, we're going to do a photo shoot pretty soon. And then I think next week and then do like Insta, you know, all the, all the, yeah, all right. that, but the announcement. all of our close ones now, I think you're the last friend I haven't told. Um, I wanted to that makes me feel good. Just, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah <of> <laughs> no, for sure, dude. Thank you, man. But, dude, uh, that's so. What's the due date? date? I'm sorry, is, I didn't ask. Uh, twelve twenty six, bro. Twelve twenty six. Okay. It's gonna be a Christmas baby. Twelve twenty six twenty three. That's hey, that's awesome, bro. It'd be an expensive <sighs> month for different. you, but yeah, yeah, yeah. My birthday's already near Christmas, so I'm like, I can only imagine what this kid's gonna go through. I'm like, oh, we only got you one present. Yeah, right. I'm trying to do the math in my head, but that sounds like you guys might have been getting it on right around uh, Easter, celebrating the yeah, uh, the the uh, revival of our Lord, the body of Christ. Yep, <laughs> dude, the I'm Eucharist. so pumped for you. I can't wait to tell Sarah. That's amazing. Yeah, dude, we're excited. We're all excited. Uh, Pal sends her love because you know, obviously she can send it back. Be here, but <laughs> send it back. But, um, yeah, we're excited, man. I mean. It's just, it's a trip, dude. Like our generation's starting to fucking grow up. It's, it's, uh, it's kind of weird. It's kind of weird. We're getting there, man. It is, dude. It's very weird. It's, it's weird too. Like, so what you're, you're 32, right? 32. Yeah. Like for our parents age our generation, I feel like that was like older to have a kid. And to me, it's oh, like, it seems like it's like the normal age for like people in our, you know, like, or, or, or even like a little early ish, but like, it's like, it's yeah. like, okay, yeah, like that makes sense. And like people are getting pregnant all the way into their forties and shit now. And it's just so weird. Like my grandma had five kids in the span of like four or like, I think like seven years. Yeah. And then like four of them were within like five years, like boom, 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 boom. And she was like 25, 26 by the end of it all, I believe. It's just like, damn, it's just so, so different now, man. So different. And yeah. But and that, and then I was telling uh, Frank, I was like, dude, it's crazy how like back in like 300 years ago, they just heard of gold in the West and they just dropped everything and just moved. And like, they lost like half of their family. Yeah. And they're just like, oh, you know, yeah, you know we had eight kids, now we have four. And like, let's let's get some gold. It's just like the concept of that was so crazy. And then to now we're like, uh -huh. you know, barely getting our family started in their thirties. It's yeah, it's just, it's who knows? Who knows what's so next? Whole new world. Yeah. We're just yeah. too selfish, Al. We're too selfish. We are. We're too selfish. And I don't think... Uh, love is is a different thing these days, man. It, because yeah. of that selfishness, like in your twenties, yeah. I don't think many people really focus on a family or really even like think about that kind of shit. It's just let's get out there, let's hop on the dating apps, fuck, 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 fuck. Let's you know, and it's it's just not. It's not like you know, you get married, you have a family, you blah blah blah. It's just not that formula is dead now, man. I feel like yeah. which I don't know. No, it's we'll see. it's definitely yeah, there's too many options. That's, I think that's the reason why, especially with social media, you have way too many options. So it's like, how can you settle down? I mean, of course, yeah. if you find the right person, you know, you definitely should. But it's just like you have all these like opportunities and options. It's fucking crazy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is, man. I don't think well, it's good. Fuck yes, dude. You guys are gonna be great parents. I'm so excited for you guys, man. You get to start your family. It's it's the best thing that ever happened to me. Um, I just to see a little you and and it'll it'll strengthen your and Pow's love and relationship. And it's only gonna be good things, man. Life changes a little bit, but for the better, for sure. So, oh, we're excited, man. Good Thanks. luck. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not too stoked about the first three months because I hear it's hell, but 
know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not. You're just kind of in autopilot zombie mode for a little bit, man. And yeah. that's that's all right. We, also, I I miss it a lot because it's like I can't remember the last time me and Sarah really got to spend that much time together. And like, you're working on this thing. You want to keep this thing alive. You want to. You got to feed it. You got to change it. You got to do all this stuff. And it's like just you and her. You know, like obviously family helps and supports and. I can't suggest enough to like, I, I think it was called meal train that we signed up for, but like family members could like sign up for certain days to like bring meals or like they could send you a Grubhub oh, gift cool. cards. You can just order what you want. Dude, it, it was the best, the best. It was so helpful. Um, so you guys would be good, bro. But I do, I do like that. The connection you guys have, and especially those first couple months, you are a zombie, but you're also like so together and unified. It's, it's nuts. And the process of birth is just so cool. So I hope it all goes well. I hope it, I know it will. Yeah, I'm excited, man. Obviously, you know, we want to, we're still a little early. She's only 11 weeks. So, um, yeah, we're being conscious, but yeah, we're excited. We, we can't wait to meet this little dude. Got names? So we have, we're, we're going through some. I don't want to tell me. Yeah. I'll I'll tell you on the side. Um, but yeah, it's, we're trying to, we're trying to keep a nice flow. If that makes any sense. I like it. Like the Kardashians. (laughs) Okay. I like, so there's plans for more. Yeah, we're gonna name one Chris Kendall. Um, <laughs> Bruce, would it be Bruce then, or w- w- which way would you go there? Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> Bruce. So, the one uh, in the Olympics, that one. That yeah, one. exactly. <laughs> the one I saw. Back oh. Well, that is probably the best news we've ever ended a podcast on, dude. Congrats! I'm very please send yes. out me and Sarah's best to Pow as well. That's so cool. Of course, too. In the meantime, if you guys uh, want to find us anywhere on any of the socials, Twitter, at FriendshipNH, TikTok, Insta, at FriendshipNewsHour. And you can always send us an email to bummerdude.media at gmail.com. Mike, thanks a ton for filling in for Frank. Um, always love when you come on. It's the best. I love when I get to nerd out with you because Frank burns me with lit cigarettes if I try to talk about superheroes. So thank you. Like, like a brilliant <laughs> man once said, oh, I'm going to come. <laughs> <laughs> We'll see you guys next week.